0: All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We here, we back. We here, we back, we back, we back. We are back. I'm so sorry, fellas. I'm so sorry. All right, so I can start with it. What's up? What's up, everybody? How are you guys doing? I realize I started a little low energy last episode too, right? And I gotta keep. I trying to keep the vibe from the last episode, so that I hopefully continue. But shortly, what happened? Um, essentially, I. I record on Anchor. Most, I don't know if most of you listen on Anchor. There are other platforms, like I've mentioned before, that you guys can listen on. But essentially, I record on Anchor and I completely forgot. I haven't recorded. I was in such a talking mood the last time. And I hadn't recorded for so long. I completely forgot that Anchor has a time limit. And I completely went over the time limit. Like, yo. Dude. When I was done fucking ranting, like... And I pressed the phone, and I realized, like, it wasn't recording. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, when I was thinking about it, and I was trying to relate it to a particular feeling, I was like, the only feeling I could think about was how you feel, like, when you tap your pockets for your phone, and you can't find it. Yeah, like, (laughs) that's the feeling. And when I looked at it, I was like, at first I wasn't even fucking sure if it recorded at all. And I was like... What the fuck? I was I was I didn't know if to be mad, sad, I didn't know if to cry. But then I realized it did record it, long story short. Right, it did record. Uh it just cut at an hour. So yeah, I my my, my time limit on anchors is an hour. So yeah, I was talking to myself for like a solid twenty five minutes after. Anyway Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to episode twenty of my podcast, Diary Stone, Diary of a Stone asthmatic. If you're joining me for the first time, my name is Christina with a C, not a K, and a C H, not a K. And right where we left out, and I tried why there was like, alright, Christina, you're gonna listen back to the last episode, get back in the mood." I, I kind of in a joking mood. I kind of in a hype mood. Yes, I'm. I'm finally glad to be here, but. <laughs> I tried to listen to that, and I just laughed, and I was way too fucking hyped, dog. <laughs> like, I was way too fucking hyped. I also have, um, a timer here tonight to make sure that we stay on point, and that doesn't happen to us again. But, yeah, essentially, uh, I was saying that I really think what fuck happened to that nigga, like, he coulda get, like, whole body police. He coulda get fucking... Ain't, dog. He could He can't tell me anything, dog. Nah, I don't wanna say some wild shit, like, but nah, he... There's nothing you could say to me that, that night that would've made me feel like and it's been so long since then. But anyway, that would've made me feel like, yeah, um, I want to block you. So yeah, that was the end of that day. And I kinda just and I was trying to I wanted to do the episode that week, that same week, to follow into the vibe of what I had said in that span of 25 minutes. But it's been so fucking long because of the kites, guys. The kites again. Like again I got um lucky tonight. But anyway, I don't wanna go through that again because I realised last episode I wasted time. It showed me how important time is. I wasted time in just talking about irrelevant shit. But happy to be here. Happy to be back. Um, just glad finish off that. So I I could possibly if if it flows back into day into what I'm talking about, I would get back into that whole shit. But I'm not on that. Ran, but i'm still i so sorry that that happened to us guys i so 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 sorry i so sorry it's nothing that you did some people were probably like what the fuck like <laughs> some people are probably like um is it my phone or my wi-fi or something but nah it's just it cut off it cut off i'm so sorry and you live and you learn so now i have a timer and now i'm going to be more aware of that and like i said if it pops back in through anything i have to talk about today I I will go with the vibe. So yeah, what has been up? It's been a little two weeks since then. I know I wanted to do an epi dump because we were in a lockdown. But actually, the um the 15-day lockdown got extended by 11 days. So now Barbados is inside to the end of February. And I knew at first I said it was excited. And I guess I still am low-key because the time... Well, I said it for the time. To myself, and I guess I still am, like I said, low key because I really needed some time to recenter myself, but I need to pay rent. <laughs> like, yeah, though, like, I can be really, I mean, me reevaluate if this is like the wisest time to move out. And while that has been playing on my mind, I tell myself, you know, don't hold on that too long, don't stick on that too long because. It, it, you're here now. There's not much you can do about that. So, yeah, I introduced the podcast. This is the 20th episode, actually. I I don't think I said that, but this is the 20th episode of my podcast, Diary Stand Up Diary of it. You know, that's the second time I said it and fucked it up. Anyway, so tonight doesn't have a diary entry just because I was actually planning it, but then it was starting to get late, and then listening back to the podcast to build back the vibe and try to get back there. I heard the roosters, and I was like, yeah, nah, these roosters ain't fucking me up today, chief. Like, uh uh-uh. I'm trying to get this in before these roosters pop up. Because, anyway, when I listened back, I realized where it got cut off. Because I was like, okay, I still got in some good shit. I was kind of glad because the roosters really fucked me up in that last, like, 25 minutes. And I was mad, too, because I did a lot of shoutouts in that last 25 minutes. Because I said I was going to start doing my shoutouts at the end of the podcast. So yeah, I can do it today, so listen up please, like, should you just show us at the beginning of your podcast, now you may all listen to any podcast, (laughs) to see who I shout out, because I really got some people to definitely shout out, but yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope I'm not talking too fast, wherever you are in the world right now, I know we are in this, the middle of this pandemic, I want to like, be like some people and play on the word, but I am actually not that like, quick-witted. But anyway, I hope you guys have been good, like I usually say, I know you can't automatically reply to me, but that's okay. I hope you guys have been chilling. I know it can be difficult in this time to not feel like you're being totally unproductive uh i can, I feel like that daily, which is it's something that I spoke to my mom about actually because I was like it's so weird I have to like tell myself, you know it's okay to not be doing anything. But anyway, that's not really a topic for tonight. Let me get into what our topics are going to be, our diary entry tonight, what it consists of, aside from my shoutouts, right, interestingly enough, so I tell myself I can stop talking about the Joe Biden podcast so much because them motherfuckers don't sponsor me, but some of my uh, best topics actually come from the podcast, and I don't say how to put it, I see it as extending the conversation. But I found it interesting because it tied back into how I had to, what, what I was talking about in the last episode in terms of forgiveness and where I'm at and moving forward with my parents. So, like, one of the things that recently I recently experienced was my, so, like, I have 21 tattoos, like I said. And when I first started to get my tattoos, because my parents are very heavily Christian based they've they've grown in their Christianity and I'm blessed that I have parents like that who've grown allowed their Christianity to grow with the times, right? So but before obviously when I was younger, they're in a different phase of their Christianity. So when I first started to get my tattoos, it was not something they approved of, it's something that we, we didn't necessarily fight about, but it was definitely attention. When I got it, how they would look at it obviously I would hide it because I know they wouldn't approve of it. Until it just got to a point where it literally just did not give a fuck. And I would just get them. And then, eventually, my, one day, my mom would like, say, oh, that one's nice. <laughs> right? So, essentially, long story short, recently, my parents have been getting tattoos. Yeah, I know. And at first, the first one, <laughs> the first one that they got, I was actually really excited about it because I was like, hey, okay, they're, you know, coming around and... I'm feeling really great about that so obviously i took them to ridge shout out to ridge life for ink two for six he's my tattoo artist and in my opinion, the best, solely because obviously one, I'm biased and two, well, Ridge and David, David did my first set of tattoos and David also did my piercings. If, if you know, you know, but shout out to David for my piercings and what, my first tattoo and I shout out to Ridge for the rest of my tattoos. I just, Ridge and I just have a bond. He, I just feel like he's such a cool guy. So for, as my tattoo artist, I would bake him up and shout out to Ridge. So anyway, I took them to Ridge and they got their first tattoo and it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like, and Rich actually made this joke when I went to get a tattoo. He was like, you know, don't be surprised if your parents, one, get more tattoos than you and start booking appointments without you. And I laughed it off, but I want y'all to know my parents got two tattoos now each, and my mother had an appointment booked for the 14th to get another two tattoos. Like, these niggas just going motherfucking ham and... I realized I was not as okay as I thought I was so I brought this up because recently we were in the car and she was telling me about the appointment that she had and she's so excited and she's telling me about her tattoo junkie addiction well not really tattoo junkie addiction but I call I call it that you know you have that when you start getting tattoos and you just want more I went through that and it's it was so weird because when she was talking to me, I was happy, but I felt this, like, weird resentment and bitterness that I know is there. Like, so it made me tell her, and I love that I have this relationship with my mom. It made me tell her, I was like, yo, mom, Um, in all honesty, I'm really and truly happy, but I want to tell you that, like, I still actually haven't, <clears throat> excuse me, healed past what we went through so like it's actually really weird for me and I told her that and she was like okay I understand that and you know that's fair and that's you know just something that you would have to work on and I told her that and she knows that so we we had a conversation about that just just about me understanding why it is that I still have that resentment there and I think I I don't know. We we as human beings love to title shit. So there's a balance on it because I'm in this phase now of trying to, like I mentioned before, and it's so okay. I'm going to try not to have stories. Like I said before, in this whole introspective space that I'm in right now, I'm really trying to analyze why I do the things that I do. What is it rooted in? Why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? What is this feeling? You know, and with that comes a lot of titles. So wanting to title it, as we are obsessed as human beings with wanting to tit- put a title on things. Wanting to title it, I wouldn't know what I would title it because I don't want to call it hate. I don't want to call it jealousy. It's just weird. I don't feel happy. Like it's not something that's like bubbling inside me. It's just like I feel weird about this. Like, where is the best way I could put it? Put it because it's like. I guess the the feeling is, but you guys didn't like this, you know? And I mentioned last episode that's something that I have to work on in terms of acknowledging that other people can grow. Other people can grow. Other people can grow. Christina, you know, other people can grow. So I'm really trying to keep that in mind with this, but just know it actually has proven difficult. And I'm just really glad that I could have just casually brought it up with her because I know a lot of people don't have that, Relationship where when something is bothering them like that that they could just express it that way to their parent even like literally right down the spot so shout out to my mom for that and she was really accepting of understanding that I couldn't be as happy for her in that moment as she wanted me to and I appreciate her giving me the space to figure out why that is but I'm here to tell you guys that that is fucking with me like it's really fucking with me and I'm trying to get past it because it's weird it's weird. But, so, jumping into what I was going to say, and that gets into my shout-outs that I was going to do at the end, but I want to shout-out, um, Jalissa, she listened to the last episode, and I love feedback, yo, I love me some motherfucking feedback, what is that in that love language shit that y'all talk about, okay, it's, it's okay, it's not shit, I just haven't seen the, um, I think there was a specific thing going around showing, like, I think it's like seven or nine love languages, and I didn't see that, like, I, I could just Google it, what the fuck. Okay, we're going to pin that for talking about for the next episode. But those those love languages, uh I don't know if like what that would be in terms of something that would be so intimate to me would be my partner like listening to my podcast and genuinely giving me objective feedback. I've had that before, by the way. And you know what? That's going to be something that I'm going to open up for you guys this evening because that's a very interesting topic. So we're going to get into that after. And that is not even on the list, but hey, fuck it. After I shout out Jalissa. So Jalissa gave me some feedback on the podcast. And I want to show you out, Jalissa. You're amazing. And I want you to continue being the absolute amazing person that you are because it wasn't just great feedback. It was just good Life advice, and I love people like that, and I love people. I lo- like my soul is connected differently to people that can give me a different perspective or something that I have not seen before. Because I've seen a lot of things, I've read a lot of things, I feel like I know a lot of things, and that's not to sound arrogant, but it's just when you do a lot of growth and you blah blah blah, blah, blah and you read and you go through life a certain way, you feel like you know a lot of things. You know what I mean? And aside from elders. I genuinely sometimes forget that people in this generation can also educate you because I feel like certain, (laughs) I don't want to say this generation is doomed, but the way the world is going sometimes it makes you have less confidence in humanity, right? So the father of Jalissa was able to give me this new perspective and as it, I want to show you guys this picture, but essentially she sent me a picture when she heard about how I was talking about parenting in the last episode that said it was like these little love hearts like it's get for valentine's i don't wanna fuck it up man and it on my twitter (laughs) and essentially it just said one of the love hearts had a caption that says um we're gonna do this differently and the other love heart said yeah we're not gonna fuck them up like our parents did and the little baby love heart said a whole different kind of fucked up which just was saying you know no matter how Great, I tried to, which I realized in listening to the last podcast too. Like, I guess in parents listening, they're like, Christina, no matter how great you're trying to be, you can never be prepared for parenting. And my mother always says that it doesn't come with a handbook, and that's essentially what Jalissa was expressing to me. And I really appreciate her for that. I really appreciate you for that, Jalissa, for just expressing to me that you know, in trying so hard to be perfect, you could actually really fuck it up. <laughs> And we here as a generation here thinking, Oh, we got this nigga, we healed all this shit, nigga, thaw. We just <laughs> Oh you kind of parts of these niggas. Yo, that picture was so funny. I cried for like ten minutes, truthfully. But I love her for that. I love her for that and I really appreciate her for that feedback. So I'm gonna open up to you guys vulnerably right now with this. Another aspect of my life start <laughs> that I can know who listened to the podcast because I get know who hear this shit. But essentially, um one of the best relationships I have had was actually, was it my last relationship? It actually was because the niggas I dealt with after that, it wasn't really, nice, you know what I mean? Well, I had a back and forth thing, but anyway, moving forward. Anyway, I didn't want to stop drinking so close to the microphone. It's terrible when I hear myself swallowing. I just be like, oh gosh, Christina. But anyway. One of the last real relationships I had was with a woman. I wouldn't again, back with the titles, title myself as bisexual right now because after having a done, after having done a lot of introspective work, I have tied that into a lot of things and a lot of childhood things that I went through. But anyway, yes, I've dealt with women before. I've dealt with multiple women before. I would not consider myself a stud. It depends on who approaches me. Because if you knew me in secondary school, I had a girlfriend in secondary school as well. Another one of the most amazing relationships I've actually ever been in. And <laughs> y'all can hear probably still have reservations about that. It's actually because I did her dirty. And I'm not going to call her name. But if she ever listens to this podcast, she's going to know. And some people might know who I'm talking about. But I genuinely, honestly did her dirty in this life. And she did not deserve anything. And I think it's, I'm struggling to forgive myself for that. And I talked to my little brother about this, and he's just like Christina, just forgive herself. Like she's, and it, what hurts me is that she's forgiven me, but I know I can't. I can't forgive myself because she's forgiven me anyway. So one of the last relationships, and best, another good relationship that I was in, was with a woman, and she was absolutely amazing and I bring that up because like I said one of the most intimate things to me would be my partner listening to my podcast and giving me genuine honest feedback and she used to do that she used to do that and that was so amazing to me dog like our relationship was so beautiful sort of because like the way women support women imagine how because I know men have say women hate women all the time and I could see that I could see why they would see that which yo ah I like how the topic's flowing I can I can get into the next topic about in terms of me having a certain perspective and why it's hard to have this perspective and some people that wake me up from this perspective sometimes but anyway get him back into her the women that seeing how women support women like genuinely when you see women uplift women imagine that in a love relationship dog like and in a sexual relationship dog like that was so fucking intimate and amazing. Like, it was just amazing. It was one of the most amazing moments in my life, dog. She was just, it was just so supportive and it made me, it made me feel so good. And it was reciprocated in the same way in terms of me showing interest in what she was doing. And just to feel that from a partner and just, like, that was probably my first experience of literally feeling like you and your partner could rule the world, dog. Like, I really believe her and I could rule the fucking world. But essentially, I said out to say as well, like, with her, I was more, like, studdish because she was more femme. So, it was, like, which interestingly ties into into something that Tori Nix said about having stereotypical roles in life. Like, because when you don't understand certain things, like, and this is why I'm sorry, in a way, of why I had her confused as well. It's so important to understand yourself before you go interacting with other people. And that's one of the last, that's my last of the advice that my friend Raquel gave me. It's so important to understand who you are and what you're doing before you interact with people. So, one thing I do apologize to her for it is that I was really stuck in the stereotypical role of what being a stud is. So, like, I was really doing like the masculine shit. You know what I mean? Like, I was a nigga. <laughs> As that nigga. So, it really caused me then to have certain barriers in our sex life that she was open to. Right? And I was like, yeah, nah. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not here for that. You know what I mean? Like, with her, I could have been a complete touch me not. Essentially, that was... That's a... That's a stance where the stud or the quote on a hate... Nah, I'm not going to do that to to the LGBT community, but... The stud in that in that situation, or the more masculine energy between the two, would be the one to like, like, so from right? So I wouldn't let her touch me, right? Like she couldn't lick my boobs, she couldn't eat me out, like nothing like that. You know what I mean? Because I felt like I wasn't trying to do that. Like it felt weird. Like I was telling you so. Like because I was so mentally stuck in these stereotypical roles so obviously my only thing would be to pleasure her and i would generally get off on that and this is not a topic that i wanted to hop into i won't actually get into the stance in terms of me having i won't get into b mo's video about what she said and certain stances on that right i can't remember why i started to say that in terms of starting to talk about this relationship but I meant anyway, but right in terms of rehearsal, it was mainly about pleasuring her. But this is—I glad I hop into this fucking topic, right? And we can stick here for two seconds. Niggas, and somebody dropped this line, Chief Din. Chief Den dropped this line in a song. You cunt. I can't remember what the song is, but um, he said, "What well, the fuck? Then let's get out to rubbing." I just—I can't remember. And I like the song about it. it's not paranoid. It's a song he recently dropped too, you can't... Anyway, I saw song coming back to me right now. But anyway, so men like to do this thing where they can't believe it's so fucking wild to them that women would deal with women and how it could possibly happen. And nothing ain't going inside, so... What the fuck could be going on? Yeah, understand? Like this is so fucking perplexing to men, right? I like I being so fucking real with y'all right now, right? No fucking cap. I had my first genuine orgasm, dog, with her. I my very very first orgasm. I had an i can say that because knowing after that i knew what an actual orgasm was now remember last episode we said we were outside from 16 yeah i don't know what the thought i was doing she she came into my life i was dealing with her at around like 23 24 you understand so i and y'all not gonna fucking believe me i can tell you all these stories today this that day one day she came over right no well not this says that day but i remember it like it was yesterday one day she came over and we get to doing our thing, and, like, we making out heavy and strong, so remember that I'm stuck in these stereotypical rules of her not wanting to touch me, so, like, I'm mainly, like, all into her, like, you know, all, all this shit, we getting in, we get into it, a heavy makeup session, right, so, like, I start grinding on her, right, I start, like, grinding on her legs and shit, like, really getting into it, you know what I mean, like, and, like, obviously, like I said, it's a different level of intimacy, like, so I'm really into this fucking girl, dog, like, and she's equally as into me, so like we just moving our emotions, we moving our hype, like you know what I mean. So I, I smoking at this time too, she used to smoke too, so my high, like we breathing, you know what I mean. And dog, my fuck her leg, I am a kid, this is no fucking cap. Her leg brushed against my vagina dog, like so, like I was straddling, not, not really straddling her, but we were just making out, and her leg just happened to brush my vagina dog. And I fuck you not. I fuck you not. Yeah, Yo, I stood My whole body started to fucking like vibrate. I I was like, what is this fuck dog? And I just held her. She was probably like, Christina, what the fuck is going on? Dog, and I just held her dog. And so essentially, I'm coming for the first time in my fucking life, dog. And I'm holding this girl. And I'm just there like, holy shit holy motherfucking shit okay 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 I'm okay <laughs> I'm okay <laughs> right so after that and I shared I can't even remember if I shared this story with her but I had to tell her this dog. so again so I fuck y'all not so after that right I was like nah I have to get this feeling again and after that is when I started masturbating and I think I mentioned that last episode I did hopefully not I just feel like I say things and I didn't but essentially I discovered masturbating at 24 dog and I'm 26 and I've been fucking 16 if I knew about masturbating since fucking 16 I probably wouldn't have I've i accepted that again so when I come here and I say certain things even if people had to have an opinion on it bitch I'm way fucking past that like which gets into another topic about being asking important questions when you meet a significant other so i realize if a man comes to me and he asking me about numbers dog use a little fucking boy use a little boy because you want to have a real conversation let me talk about getting tested let me talk about going to the clinic together let me talk about you can ask me both like probably i mean like when you get deep you know what i mean like you can ask me about my pops mirrors and shit you know what i mean like that's real conversation not fucking numbers, nigga. Because you can fuck once and get pregnant or catch sand, dog. You can fuck ten times and never catch name. It's just, just how life is. You know what I mean? Like, you no know, what to it. You could be safe. It's kinda, like, condom's 99.9% effective. Like, you can still get fucked up from that shit. You know where I came from? So, like, nobody can't really come on me when they tell myself, I done say- If I done say this shit, though, I done accept this shit, and I love myself way too much to let anybody curl me with any shit. Shout out to the fucking Roosters for allowing me to get the fuck through. Let me not blame it, though. But, yeah, so, like, (laughs) what the fuck was you saying before you went off into that rant? Yeah, so, after that, I was- I I had to- Yo! I had to chase that fucking feeling. I was like, nah, that was too amazing to only have felt once. So... I said, all right, beyond this shit, beyond this shit. And I started masturbating. And since then, my sex life has transitioned significantly, significantly. So I just say all that, all of that ranting to say y'all men, right, to get back to this point. So men believe that because no penetration is going on, that nothing is happening for the woman. And that's another reason why... I was not coming for like ten years. Well not ten years, fucking six years because one of what I what I thought sex was supposed to be and what men think sex is, like, is so fucking disappointing. Like y'all don't need to be fucking up. Okay. When I said I was gonna talk about this, I was like Kristen, you realize this is probably very, 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 very subjective because I was gonna say you you ain't got to be ramming out guts all the time. But there are probably some women that are into that. And I guess it's probably just me that's not. But holistically, regardless of if a woman likes she guts, getting rammed or not, there is more to it than that. And that's why women aren't coming from just the penetration. Like, men want to ask questions about how women want to have sex with women. Ask yourself why women aren't coming from you fucking them, bro. Like, they're not, like... Like I said, after that, I knew what of, what coming actually was. So then I realized, yo, I've never been coming with these niggas. What the fuck is going on? And I'm going to be 100% real with you guys. To this day, to this very day, I have not came from sex, like penetration sex, like I have came from masturbating. And that's the God honest truth. And I think, and that's something that I got into in the 25 minutes lost. That is going to be the, um, fucking title to this episode. But essentially, that's, that's, that's what I got into at the end of the 25 minutes lost about. I think that's why I might be coming in off the streets now, coming in off the cold, because I think... I've transitioned now into where it's very mental for me, like like I said, I'm not ashamed sure of admitting. I've been through the getting high and wanting to fuck like as soon as you get high, as soon as I be in your system, you want fuck. I've been through the drinking I want fuck, like I could drink a whole day and I want be chill, I could smoke a whole day and I be chill. and it's like it's way past that you grow past these certain little chill habits that you've had. I look down here now, and I only talk for 30 minutes, and I can't believe I talked over a fucking hour that last episode. I had to be going, chief. I had to be going. But anyway, I say all that to say I think I might be coming in off the streets now because, for lack of better terms, I feel real, to be real about it. Niggas trying to really have that come, dog, like, and I realize I gotta go through the intimacy to get it. And that's what I was, right, I was saying in the last, in the 25 minutes, lost, um... Before I was saying I won't go through no storms, I ain't ready to I ain't ready to weather no storms, but I thinking about buying some rain boots now and a little fucking umbrella chief. Like I ready to I could do a little light showers, <laughs> you know what I mean? Little light showers every in a once in a while. I could watch a little puddles, too. So I am my little puddles, but you see little you know what these storms. But anyway, I just say all that to say my life has really, really transitioned now into wanting more. And the reason why I I wanted to call it, it is actually, in a way, cognitive dissonance. And this might sound weird, but some people might actually get it. My life, I could literally see my life transitioning into a higher space, and I could feel myself reaching a higher vibration because I was achieving certain checkpoints in life and doing certain things, both mentally, physically, lifestyle-wise. And with that, it means I had to raise the vibration of my sex life and what my sex life is, and in a way, I was restricting restricting that because I essentially didn't want to, like it was a habit. I realized that like it was a it is a habit in terms of how I deal with men and my sex life. So now that the rest of my life is reaching a higher vibration, it is requiring me to raise the vibration of how I approach my sex life. And guys, I think I... It's, it's a part of growing up. So when I joke about leaving the streets and stuff, I know some people might, you know, it's like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way, even when I think about it, you know, I'm like, I'm not leaving the fucking streets. Like, you niggas and shit. But... I don't know, I don't want to say that I'm ready for a relationship but I guess that's what is essentially, essentially I'm ready for something a little more serious because with that I know will come the things I want because I'm no longer it's no longer serving me the way that I used to do it and I just need to grow the fuck up that's really just it, you just really need to grow the fuck up sometimes and acknowledge that's what it is and leave some of the lifestyle um, choices that you used to make behind right, essentially that's what it was and that's what it is. Even if I get into ranting again about these niggas and I go on again. Because I really, really finished ranting in that last 25 minutes. In the last 25 minutes. I was really going off on that nigga. And y'all could hear it. I heard it in my voice. So I was like, yo, Christina, you were angry, bro. Like, <laughs> You was angry. But I don't have that anger in me anymore, man. I just I just gliding through because I know where I'm at now. You know what I mean? I know where I'm at with it. I've accepted where I'm at with it. So I'm just allowing what life is gonna throw at me now to come i'm really just trying to roll with the punches plus i got other shit to focus on you know what i mean like right now like i said the lockdown got extended for another 11 days so this is i got rent now and shit to have to start back up on now when this lockdown finished um i was talking to people and my driving test was actually supposed to be 14th of fucking february and apparently i'm gonna have to pay that fucking 80 dollars again bike That pissing me off. I feel like legally I want to fight it because I shouldn't have to pay that $80 again. Because my permit expired amidst the lockdown. But my driving test was before my permit expired. You don't know if I would have passed my motherfucking driving test, nigga. It's not my fault that the country went into a lockdown. And even if I have to reset the date or whatever, I do not feel like I should have to pay again the $80 for the fact that my permit expired at any time. I feel like that's personally unfair. And you know, it's really annoying. I feel like eventually I can just bite the bullet and pay the $80 again when I get back to that point. But I'm going to be madder than a motherfucker paying that $80. I'm telling you. It is what it is, though. Because I just saw the system set up. And even with this COVID vaccination thing, and I wanted to get into that. I was like, Christina, topics be happening in Barbados. And you be saying shit not happening, but shit be happening. And I have some of those topics here. Maybe I could glide through some of them in the next 10 minutes or so. Because we can wrap up in the next 10 minutes. Well, 10 to 15 minutes, but essentially, um, what are we talking about? Fuck, what are we talking about? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Let me see if it come back to me. Yes, Bitty COVID because um, they started um vaccining people, vac- vaccinating people. Vaccinating? vaccinating. <laughs> <laughs> they started... <laughs> They started vaccinating people here in Barbados and I personally do not want to get the vaccine. But right, like I was saying, that's just how the system set up in terms of paying the eighty dollars. No, they won't tell they would tell me, alright, you don't have to pay the eighty dollars but they wouldn't do anything to make me to like Help me otherwise, so at the end of the day, we got paid eighty dollars. Same way with the vaccination. I know it's on this to my little brother. I can sit here now and I can say, I can take this vaccine, right? And I actually really don't want to take this vaccine. But what's gonna happen is, and people talked about this because it's happened before, they're gonna make things inaccessible to you. Remember, I said this here today. They're going to make things inaccessible to you because if you don't have the vaccine, like probably working, even working holistically, I might be able, I don't know if I can be able to like, at a point in time, get out my job if I don't have the vaccine. I know they're just doing frontline workers and stuff and what's not, but eventually it can trickle down the lane. They might not allow you in certain places. You might not be able to get in the hospital if you don't have the fucking vaccine. This shit broke into the hospital, you know what I mean? So if I had a car fall down, and hurt myself, or something how to happen to me and I had to go to the hospital, niggas might not let me in if I don't have the vaccine, you know what I mean? Uh, further, further down the line in terms of children and stuff, like, man, might not let my children in school if they don't have the vaccine. So then that's when you got to start asking yourself real questions, like, I have intentions to travel within the next probably 10 years, 5 to 10 years, when some of this shit clear up. Niggas might not let you put a plane on the vaccine, you understand? So, the you may be saying one thing, but the system is definitely set up to make sure that you say the other. So, I can tell you all that goes, because, like, I was telling my brother the other day, like I said, I got the stance against this vaccine, but, like, in 2019, when I had to go to Jamaica, I had to get a yellow fever vaccine because they, they do not let you in Jamaica without the yellow fever vaccine. And nigga, I was in line for that shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I went through these certain protocols I had to go through and I went to HSU on campus. Where I was that in Trinidad. I wasn't even home in Barbados. I was in a whole other fucking country. If some shit to pop off, I'm in a whole other asshole country. You understand? And I went and got the yellow fever vaccine and did my shit i'm at the jamaica you understand so with this stance to me having this um in terms of the vaccine i move on a daily basis and as it stands right now here today i i am not at the front of the line to go get the vaccine uh i will make this disclaimer because i realize they make it most places this is not a stance to me telling people not to get the vaccine however you feel about getting the vaccine is your opinion and your perspective and i've said multiple times on each of these episodes. Across this platform, that I respect people holistically, and I respecting people, I respect their lifestyle, which includes respecting their choices. And if you decide to get the vaccine, respect to that. You understand where you're coming from? Like that's your choice. I respect that's your life. Can't I can't do that right? So yeah. I mentioned earlier something about uh, I highlighted Bismos video, and recently I ju- I was just saying. She did a video, people find her annoying, and I do actually kind of find her annoying in a way, but the, one of the last videos that she did was actually a video on saying, you know, in terms of manifesting love, that Valentine's video that she did, and some of y'all might fucking cut this shit off right now just because of how i approaching it, in terms of saying that she, like, i already not know it. I want to talk about the perspective right the perspective that she's talking about because i usually feel like people call it a pick me perspective in terms of feeling like just what she was saying i not gonna highlight what she said if you didn't watch the video you could go back and find it just probably type in bcman's video or whatever bcman and also she don't fucking pay me or fund me so i really probably shouldn't be highlighting this shit but i did want it did want it did catalyze me to bring up how i feel about this pick me perspective because I feel like a lot of the perspective I have, perspectives I have, which might be shocking to y'all because I come out here and I kill niggas every single day. But I feel like a lot of the perspective I may have are pick me perspectives. No, I feel like what B. Simone was saying in that video was actually, in a way, understandable, right? Because I feel like as you grow in life, you have, you... You, how to put it? Yes, and I love this because it's going to tie into being equally yoked. Right. So you have to, I feel like you should know where you are and thus not limit yourself. I think it's being real with yourself. Right. So, for example, and I think it's because I've experienced this and I realize it would work better so for eggs ex- for a perfect example a car right having a nigga with a car i realize having a nigga with a car is really nice it's very convenient um it's not something that i experienced uh, experienced often it's not something i really experienced at all like in terms of well yeah i have don't let me like do not let me like don't let me like on that nigga. <laughs> do not let me lie on that nigga So it's something that I really I've experienced and it's nice, it's convenient. But I do understand if a nigga would not want to interact with another girl that does not have a car. Right? Or if a girl would not want to interact with a nigga that does not have a car because you've reached a certain standard in your life where you where you move with this convenience, you understand where this is your life? Like, you have a car, you know what certain conveniences are. So, a step down from that, regardless male or female, regardless, is an inconvenience to you, right? And I understand that. Even let's take it back even to before I moved out when I was living with my family. Like, I wouldn't not that to say we would not ex how to put it, I was gonna say that I wouldn't approach a nigga that like got your own house or whatever, but like. I was careful in how I approach niggas because I know what it's like to want to come and chill with a girl or whatever. But, like, her family home <clears throat> or her brother home or y'all don't have the space to probably get busy if you want. Or even probably just have a simple conversation. It don't always have to be on some sneaky shit. Even though most of the time it's be some sneaky shit. But even even to just breeze, you know what I mean? To not just have that family setting around. And know what that's like. So, for me... For example, now that I've moved on into my own space, I realize like it's very important to me that like I'm dealing with somebody that I guess has something similar. Because it'll be nice, equally you come by me, I could go by you, like, you know what I mean? Like for example, I don't have a car right now, I still catch the bus. So I don't really dog niggas that like catch the bus because I still catching the fucking bus, you understand, I still got a bus fare, if a nigga invite me out, and he ain't coming to pick me up, like, and, like, well, honestly, I think I really passed that, no probably in terms of, in terms of catching the bus to go somewhere, I mean, like, we in a lockdown, so, we in a pandemic, aside from a lockdown, nothing really happening, but, I think I passed that, just holistically, which is just whole life setup, in terms of, no, men just having to accept that, but I can understand, I wouldn't be mad at a nigga saying, well nah like that ain't really my vibe you understand it's so strange how women react to men having certain preferences when we have preferences as well and again this is I do not want to it's not like I don't I don't want something to be Simone and I'm definitely here to uplift my sisters all the time but I like to talk about life and I feel like one of my one of my strengths and weaknesses as well is how objective I try to be all the time and I feel like on both sides, if somebody had to decide not to deal with somebody that they, f- they feel, in their opinion, is a step lord and the conveniences that they're currently experiences experiencing, is 100% fine, in my opinion. So that's why I feel like they shouldn't have killed BC Moon so much because even in the way she said it, it was pretty jokey. To me, the video was pretty fucking funny. Like, I get she's annoying. To me, she's really calmed down, by the way. She was a lot more annoying. She was significantly more annoying than she is now. So it's probably because I don't really watch her content like that. But in my opinion, when she did that video, I feel like it was a pretty chill video. She was just getting her shit off just like anybody else. You understand where you're coming from? So I just felt like it was interesting sometimes how women get on women for saying things like that. When I feel it's real, like, I know, I know, some. I come on here and dog these niggas all the time. And it's because some of you niggas actually quite fucking deserve it. Like that fucking jackass that asked me for so fucking money. This dumb motherfucking... I really don't get back. I don't want to get back into that space because I've grown past that. And I hear just building myself with my king, and he can find me one day, and I can find him one day. And, and that's the next thing because I feel like if if I had to meet, I say all the time, if I had to meet the person that I'm supposed to be with, that I might fuck out up right now. But that's impossible because it, whoever you're supposed to be with will be with you through whatever. But that still doesn't mean that you can torment and terrorize this person with certain things. I feel like you should still allow people to. Walk away from something that's toxic to them. Which is, I think, the biggest issue that a lot of my significant others had with me. Yeah, this is the main issue that a lot of my significant others had with me. I was way too willing to just allow them to walk away from the relationship. And I think that that came over as me not caring enough for the relationship. And I could totally understand that. I was way too willing to just dead shits immediately, dog. I'm still (laughs) like that to this day. Which is why I stay away from relationships. Because I feel like... Yeah, if I meet the person that's supposed to be for me, we're going to ride through some deep shit. But I still have to be willing to ride through that shit or to be, like, open and loving and forgiving and understanding and compassionate and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm not really at that point right now. But fuck it. Same as Alyssa said in terms of parenting, like, there's really no way to honestly be prepared. I know there's no... I would still do what I'm doing in terms of, yes, trying to be the best person I could be or whatever. But, like, I feel like you should just be trying to do that holistically regardless of if you want to be a parent or not. Um, just clearing shit to just be the best person you could be, right? For yourself and not really for anybody else, but just for yourself. Like, me and my love, I really talked about this. and not also going to know super deep shit and I can get into my shuttle so we can get out of here. But, like, life is where you fucking make it, you know. This ain't sound, like, so cliche, but life is literally what the fuck you make it, like. There is no super intensive, fantastic purpose for you being here. Like, you discover your purpose and you discover your reason for being here. And what's interesting is if you haven't watched it yet, I would actually really suggest that you watch the movie Soul. I wouldn't believe that I, really liked, that I liked it so much. I think that's why it's called Soul. That was a really, really nice movie. And I think it really puts everything together in terms of just what life is. And it's really at the end of the day where you decided for it to be. Right? So... Yeah, we can get into our shoutouts. I can't remember what I said here. Is there anything else I wanna pop into quickly before we get into our shoutouts? And roll out. Ah, yes. All right, yeah, that's pretty much it for now. Yeah, that's actually pretty, that's pretty much it for now. Um, Now that I get into my shoutouts, so this might uh, sound a little depressing. But I actually want to start with saying rest in peace and transition in peace to all these souls that are transitioning now because of suicide. Since this lockdown, we've had a lot of, in my opinion, that's a lot. One is a lot of suicide here in Barbados. And I really just want to send my heart out to the friends and family of each and every single person that has taken uh, their life amidst this time. I can't imagine how hard that is. I cannot imagine how hard that is, and I really just want to send my heart and my love out to you guys, all the time. Send blessings and and peace. And if I I don't always believe in giving people advice to talk to somebody because sometimes you don't need to talk to somebody. You just probably just need some time to understand what's going on and probably just chill out. Probably just be. You probably can't even fucking process the information that's going on. That's some deep ass fucking information. You probably don't even know what the fuck is going on right now. So, sometimes you don't always need to talk to somebody, but if you do, I do recommend that you talk to somebody about it and just shout out some of your friends about it. So, just sending my heart out to those friends and family, to people like that, um, people who've lost people to COVID, to dengue, to, you know, anything life-threatening, I really just want to shout you guys out and send some love to you guys, send some love to friends or family or anybody just connected, this uh, affect anybody, right? So I wanted to send my heart out to that. I had that. I had that on the list here. That's one of the last topics I wanted to bring up. But now that we're getting into shoutouts and wrapping it up, so shout to Julissa. So I also wanted to shout out Rianne. Rianne listened to not the last episode, but the episode before that, and she was one of the people as well that gave me feedback on the on the episode. Well, just hail me on and tell me continue to do my thing. And even small shout-outs like that really, really touch my heart and they really encourage me to continue what I'm doing uh I see the likes on Twitter too sometimes I'm that little one-off person <laughs> like the little podcast i will be like hey shout out to a new listener man I want shout out to my listeners all over the world I know it's a weird time but literally take it day by day what I realized in terms of though being angry and telling myself well it's okay to do nothing while it's okay to do nothing, I do think is sometimes the frustration comes in discipline because you tell yourself that you want to do certain things and then you don't. So for me it's a lot like the podcast. Like I want like I said I was gonna do a podcast dump. And I was we were supposed to be out of uh, episode dump, sorry, we were supposed to be out of the podcast out of the lockdown yesterday. But yesterday, right? Yesterday yesterday was Wednesday. Yeah, we were supposed to come out to the lockdown yesterday, but we didn't. We have an extension. So again, I wanted to do more episodes. But aside from the fucking kites, it's really just the kites, guys. Anytime, but I tell myself, you know what, at the end of the day, it's always. So I got some free time, so here I am. But, yeah, I know it's a... It's a right, in terms of talking about discipline, so I tell myself, again, it, the episodes, doing the podcast, reading. There are two books I wanted to finish, and I haven't finished one yet. And that's frustrating for me because I feel like... I tell myself I want to do these things and then I don't. And that's what like I was kind of getting to in terms of feeling that frustration, right? But anyway, just continue to still, though, be patient with yourself, be patient with your kids, be patient with your family. And remember to definitely always send love amidst each other and take it day by day. Have small victories, too. Have small victories. Like, my appetite has been shit for the past week and I'm just really glad that it's been I've been getting it back together. Something that was on my list too was working out as well. And I didn't get back to that. But I wanted to get my eating down before I started about working out. Because I don't know if I mentioned before that I like to go running. Yeah, because I said my memory got better because I like to go running. But that caused... When I go running, I literally drop so much weight. I literally lose like... It's crazy, but I just, I just, I just drop weight in like two days. And it freaked me out. I just don't like it, but I like running. So anyway... um, and I know that might sound, that might, some people might get frustrated at that because they're like, you're, you're probably working towards a goal and you're probably wishing that, like, it's like, you had that issue. Like, I'm here causing it as an issue, but you're like, well, I was like that fucking issue, I know. But, you know, people are allowed to have their own personal battles. And for me, that's just a personal battle as somebody that's made trying to gain weight for a significant part of my life. But I realize I'm just grateful to be healthy. I always have to bring myself back to that. I am just always grateful to be healthy have the ability to eat, have the ability to just do things for myself and literally just wake up every day and be able to open my eyes and serve myself for myself. That is a blessing every day and I'm grateful for that. So any other shout outs I had? We shout out Rihanna, we shout out Julissa. I wanted to shout out Kiran. Yo, I do not feel like half these people listen to my podcast, but it's whatever. I do this for the longevity because we can gap there, you know, fellas. Listen, you see all y'all niggas are listening right now. We're right here doing this shit off my phone in my bedroom. Y'all niggas is you real niggas because I get yo, you see this podcast. we can listen back, we can listen back and can't even believe that we was fucking here, dog. We can be doing this shit out of the fucking studios. We can be interviewing people that we never believed that we could interview before, dog. And this is where the start. I tell you, it's so strange that I used to be living in it. now, I used can't believe it to come. By manifesting itself for I'm manifesting this shit for myself, dog. I tell you I know this shit can grow. I know this shit can grow. I bet you have somebody take a pictures of me right now so I can like show the fucking grind dog. But I don't need pictures though, but that's why I say do the shit for the longevity. So like and I know this can sound morbid as shit, but I know I can be here in this earth all the time, you know, and like she's we supposed to be wrapping it up. But yeah, like I symbol it all the time, like this might sound no more, but we're not gonna be here forever, you know. Like I studied all the time. I really hope that I do live a long life here on this earth, but you never know when it's gonna be your time. And I do this shit for the longevity. So when I pass from this earth, I know that my episodes can still be here. And I hope that one day these people will listen by and hear it. So that's why I say well, I want to shout out Kiran because I had a really low key birthday and I didn't even post on my birthday. I didn't post on Twitter, I didn't post on Instagram, I didn't post on WhatsApp or anything because. For me, it was just personally that I struggled in replying to people and keeping up conversation. So I didn't want to post because I know genuinely people would wish me happy birthday and I really appreciate that. But like sometimes all of that is really overwhelming, especially for me. So I tend not to even put myself in that position because I know how overwhelming it could be in me wanting to like replay, 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 replay because I would want to. Because I know these people are being genuine, and it's, I would want to get bad at genuineness as well. But I'm just lazy as fuck, dog. So I didn't post because I didn't want nobody to know what to wish me so that I had to reply. I know that sounds selfish as shit, but that's essentially what it was. That's really essentially what it was. So yeah, um, <laughs> why did I start saying that? Right, right, so Kiran, right, Kiran messaged me on fucking Twitter, dog, because his birthday is in January as well, I think it's the 5th, either the 5th or the 2nd, you see, I fucking had a date, and that's why he deserved this fucking show, dog, because he must remind me my fucking birthday every single fucking year, dog, like, I did not post nothing and he must message me on Twitter, dog, and, I mean, like, respect my family and stuff, I always say my family I shit, no, like, I was outside my family, respecting them niggas, I love them niggas, but, Kiran specifically, dog. Like, man, this nigga would not, like, speak. Like, we won't even really interact on Twitter, and this nigga will message me, dog. And I was like, yo, I have to fucking show up Kiran, dog. Because, like, I just love, that shit is just love all the time. And I told him that I really appreciate that shit. So, he was on my show list today, dog. Respect, I love all the time. Anybody else on my show list? I got a up. I want to show up my plug for keeping it strong for me. I miss this time, dog. Like, this this episode, these, this podcast can happen before him. This podcast can happen before him. You understand? Like, like y'all going to understand how important he is to the culture. <laughs> like, this podcast could not happen truthfully without this nigga. So, I really want to show my plug. He don't listen to my podcast. Even though he tell me one of these days that we going to do a podcast. Shout out to my fucking plug, though. Again, free longevity. So, if he ever hear this shit, I love Respect you all the fucking time, dog. You hold a deep place in my fucking heart. And... Thank you for everything that you've ever done for me. Outside of just being my, like the man honestly elevated from being my man dog. The man's a friend. The man's truly a lifelong friend dog for life, for life. Honestly. So show it to him. Show it to me. Plug. I think as everybody, you can hear me holding over looking at this fucking keypad. Not keypad. I think as everybody though. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's it. Um. Shoutout to everybody. I uh, love you guys. Love you. Any- oh, I want to shout out Vashti too, man. Yes, I want to shout out Vashti. Vashti's on my list here. I didn't put Vashti on the list, but really shout out to Vashti as well. Vashti, I want to say I love you, dog. Thank you for always being there for me. I really respect you as a friend. End up being fucking... Hold on. I'm not sure. Shout- oh, I want to check chat- your time before I continue. Right. Wrapping it up, Vashi, I love you. Thank you for always, always being there for me, dog. Um, shout out to Kara as well. I love you guys. Shout out to Chance and the family. Enjoy. I hope everybody's doing well. But thank you for being there for me. V um, holistically. And respect to you guys. Right? So that's the last time I shout out to shout out my family. Shout out my brothers. Shout out my listeners, man. Just can't forget the fucking listeners, Christina. Come on. Like, who the fuck are you talking to? Before them, it's nobody. Like, that fucking 20 minutes, 20 minutes lost, I was talking to nobody. Before y'all, is 20 minutes lost. It's 20 minutes lost for hours, I tell you. So, shout out to my motherfucking listeners. It's time to wrap it up. Love you guys all the time. Y'all know how I go. I can hit you up if they keep me on this kite-free streak. Love you so far for giving me some peace. Um, I'm probably about to go and get something to eat because I actually not too long woke up. Oh, shout out to total fucking isolation! You can't tonight. I apparently was kind of shitty. I don't always sign into total isolation, but it's a um, it's a little Twitter vibe, a little Twitter dancehall party that the man has got. And it was shout out because I actually had fun tonight. I actually had fun tonight listening to it and interacting with Beijing Twitter. Shout out to Beijing Twitter as well. But it was really, really, really a lot of fun. You know, I want not also plug myself for anybody that listen to my podcast. I, outside of this, outside of smoking, uh, shit, Christine, you got two minutes, you gotta wrap it up, but yeah, shout out to all that, shout out to everybody, but honestly, I wanna plug this quickly, outside of smoking, and I said this, the reason I do this podcast is to bring to light the fact that, more light to the fact that, like, people, they're, they're very intellectual and okay people that smoke, and to bring away this, criminal stigma that people have on marijuana so i know you're listening to my podcast and i'm, pro- I'm smoking right now but outside of that i'm a very professional person and i also realize that something i want to manifest in my life is becoming probably like a talk show host and even a radio host so i want to plug myself here and say that if you guys know like <laughs> any old radio programs that trying to get a new voice or a new personality somebody new to the stage somebody that knows how to interact with the audience through audio that's a bar. Anyway, this is serious. This is a serious promotion. Anybody that's trying to, you know, um, just get a new personality. I just put myself out there. But you see what's the struggle, and this is why my podcast... Ah, I literally have a minute. This is the struggle with why my podcast is the way it is as well as because while I like to do this, I'm also very, 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 very fucking low-key. And I don't like to, you know, I don't like to put myself out there socially, which is so interesting because I'm such a social person, but... I just don't want to put myself socially over there. But we can get into that, guys. I literally have a minute left. But I want to show you guys out. Thanks for being here. This shit now can cut off from me again. And I can link you guys in the next episode. Peace.